Hey, it's good to see you today. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas. Welcome to our Journey Through Scripture, our Thursday uh, episode. We're going to finish out the book of Romans today. So we'll be in Romans chapter 12 through 16. So 12 through 16 to finish out Romans. If you want to read through that and then come and join us. All right. So we've just been talking, Paul has spent a lot of time talking about how salvation comes through faith alone. Um, and then he, he talks about salvation, whether it's for the Jews and, and you know, the, the some, to sum that up, it's, it's through Jesus Christ. And he desires for all to come to a saving knowledge uh, through Christ. Um, and then he, he kind of switches gears a little bit in chapter 12 and starts talking about how, okay, now that we have uh, received this uh, free gift, we've all been sinners um, we've received this free gift of grace that God has given us. Well, what do we do with that? What, where do we go from here? And chapter 12, he talks about being living sacrifices. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your uh, reasonable service or your act of worship. Right. So, and it says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that uh, salvation that we have received, it's not something that we just believe in. It's something that starts to change us, that transforms the way that we view the world, transforms the way that we act. Um, it transforms the way that we relate with God and with other people that we become living sacrifices, right? That, that we have given ourselves to God and now we are saying, God, now use me. Um, make, make me um, more to the, be the person that you created me to be, that you desire for me to be. Um, and I think that's very important because sometimes we get real stuck on uh, making sure that we understand that salvation comes from grace alone and that we can't earn it, which is completely true. Um, but listen, our salvation isn't here just to make us happy and so that we'll be, we'll be saved whenever the end comes. No, it, it's, a, it's a transforming process. Um, we become a different person um, when we uh, truly understand uh, what God has done for us and to desire to live our lives for him. Um, it continues to go. It talks about serving God. Um, it's going to talk about interaction with other people. That's what uh, so much of the rest of the, the chapter uh, is about. It says, For I say through the grace given to me that everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought, um, but uh, to think soberly, um, to be humble. It says, For there are many members in the body, but they do not all have the same function. And it talks about the different gifts that we have. Um, that there's different things that are used. Uh, not everyone is gifted with the same thing, and that's fine. And don't think yourself better because you're a better preacher than someone else. Or that, um, you know, don't get caught up into those human ways of thinking. You be the person that God has called you to be and use the gifts that you have to make a difference in his kingdom. Verse 9 says, Let love be without hypocrisy, a poor what is evil? So hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. It says, be affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another. Right? Again, so we're, we're elevating others. We're putting others be before ourselves. 
Um, it says 14, bless those who persecute you, bless those do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Uh, be of the same mind towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion, right? Um, recognize we, we don't have all the answers. Uh, do, do not be wise in your own opinion. Be humble, but hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. And at the same time, you bless those who persecute you. Um, do not curse them. That doesn't mean that you don't call out evil for being evil. Um, it says, repay no one evil for evil in verse uh, 17. It says, if this is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Notice it does say, if possible, and with everything that you can do, live peaceably with all men. That doesn't mean that you're always going to be able to live peaceably. Um, I mean, we, we see that in what's going on in the world right now, um, that it is impossible to live peaceably with people whose expressed goal is to destroy you, right? Now, you should do everything in your power to be able to make that happen. Um, but unfortunately, we live in a fallen world, and so that will not always be the case. Um, and verse, uh, chapter 13, uh, or verse 21, the very last verse of chapter 12, it says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so whenever you start to be overwhelmed by all the evil that is around us, because there is a lot uh, in our society today, just blatantly open. Um, and whenever you start to be overcome by that, go and do some good. <laughs> right? Focus on what is good, but go do some good. Be good. Um, bring some goodness into the world um, that, is, that is so surrounded and impacted by evil. Um, chapter 13 uh, starts off with uh, a relation to the government. People have debated this, they use this as an excuse or as a reason to, uh, to always follow what the government says, to, to not get involved in government, all kinds of things. Um, you have to understand what's going on. Rome is the government. Um, Paul does not want the people to rebel against the government. Um, so he says, remember, governments are under God, right? That, that God has authority over governments and they are there to do what is good. Um, and um, they, or at least that's their purpose. That's what they should do. Governments do have a responsibility uh, to God. It says, um, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. The authorities that exist are appointed by God. So again, this is recognizing that God is more important than any government and is an authority over any government. Whoever resists, resists the ordinance of God. Those who resist will be judgment on themselves, which that's exactly what would have happened if you would have resisted the, in, in Rome. Um, and it says, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Right? So if you're doing good, the government shouldn't be a problem to you. Um, do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good. We'll have praise for the same, for he is God's minister to you. Uh, but if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the same sword in vain, for he is God's minister to avenge uh, or execute wrath. Um, it's interesting. See, the government has a responsibility to do good um, and, and should be standing up for what is right. Um, 
that is different whenever things start changing and, and, our, and when government starts standing for things that are evil. Um, we do not have to submit to that. We can stand up against that. Um, we should hold our government accountable to do what is right and to do what is good. Um, you know, and our, our, our government is doing things that are, that are blatantly evil. Our government um, is using tax dollars and, uh, to support abortion. Um, those are those are things that are that are evil. Our government uh, is pushing gender ideology that is destroying uh, children. We should stand up against that and push back against that. Um, but know that that comes with a cost. And uh, and uh, th- th- there's a an interesting <laughs> relationship between people and the government, and uh, especially our government that is supposed to be um, uh, uh, we the people. Um, we should call our government to account when it is doing uh, evil and not standing up for what is good. All right. Uh, we continue on uh, verse 13 or chapter 13, um, uh, verse eight. Oh, no one, anything except to love one another for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. Um, it goes through the uh, 10 commandments. It says, um, uh, and, and if there is another commandment, all are summed up in the saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law, that we love one another. However, we still hate what is evil. We cling to what is good. We don't accept uh, evil beliefs, evil actions by our uh, neighbors. Um, we, we, we can push back against that, um, but we should still love our neighbor as ourselves. Um, uh, verse 14, uh, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust that we, that we put on, uh, the attitude, the mindset, the actions of Christ, uh, chapter 14, um, it says, talk, starts off verse one, receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dispute over doubtful things for one believes he may eat all things, but, uh, one who is weak eats only vegetables. Uh, right, so it starts to talk about some of the little debates they were having. Well, what can you eat? Uh, what can you drink? When can you worship? Uh, when can't you worship? These were causing divisions, and Paul is saying those are pointless. Don't worry about it. Um, don't allow this uh, to divide. Um, verse five: One person esteems one day above another; uh, another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day, observe it to the Lord, right? So quit making a big deal out of some of these things. Um, verse seven, for none of us lives to himself and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die uh, to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's, right? So that is what is most important. Uh, verse 12, so then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or cause to fall in our own brother's way. Uh, Verse 14, um, I know that I am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Um, So your brother is grieved by your food. Um, Try to, don't make a big deal out of that. Um, Don't, don't put a stumbling block in front of him. Uh, verse 16, therefore do not let your good be spoken of as evil. Uh, for the kingdom of God is not about eating or drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy. Uh, verse 19, therefore let us pursue the things which make peace 
and the things by which one may edify one another. Right. So we, we try to avoid those things that are ultimately not uh, not not essential to salvation and living uh, our lives for God and impacting his kingdom. Um, there's going to be differences of opinion, and that's OK. Um, chapter 15 um, says, when we who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not please ourselves, um, you know, that uh, let us. Uh, Verse two, let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. Um, right? So again, the people are going to be at different places in their spiritual life and their spiritual understanding. Um, and so bear with one another. Um, uh, verse 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, now, there are those who think this was actually the end of the the letter, um, and then Paul uh, added a different ending that he sent to Ephesus, um, because the rest of this talks about a lot of people who he had met in Ephesus that were serving him, um, and you know the uh, stopping there in the middle of fifteen, he may have sent that on to Rome because he hadn't been there, and then the, I, I don't know, and I don't care. Um, it doesn't matter, but it is kind of an interesting break here. And then Paul, uh, in chapter 15, verse 14, um, kind of has another uh, kind of another train of thought where he shifts to start talking to, to people that he has clearly known and ministered with. Um, verse 14, Now I myself am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, to uh, um, able to also admonish one another. Um, and he talks about having uh, coming to Rome, but before he can do that, he is going to go to Jerusalem. Uh, eventually, he talks about how he wants to go to Spain as you visit this. Uh, chapter 16 just lists a ton of people who Paul has ministered with. Uh, you have Phoebe, a deacon. Um, I, I'm not even going to get into that, but, but it, it specifically says Phoebe is a deaconess. Um, it talks about Priscilla and Aquila. Um, it says uh, Andronicus and Hunia and uh, Junia and calls them apostles. That's a woman who he calls apostles. Right? So Paul has worked with all of these different people. Um, and verse 19, it says, For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple uh, concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Again, he's always recognize yes we love each other we love one another but we recognize what evil is and we we fight and stand up against evil all right we're gonna close uh romans with that and on tuesday um we are going to look at acts chapter 20 um through 23 at least um yeah acts chapter 20 through 23, maybe 24, 20 through 24. Yeah, we'll shoot for that. Acts 20 through 24. We'll see you then.